Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. What do you do if your partner decides to just sleep in on your four-year anniversary? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my 29-year-old female, boyfriend, 31-year-old male, accidentally called me with his late girlfriend's name and then went in another room to cry. Me, 29-year-old female, and my boyfriend Johan, 31-year-old male, have been together for a bit over two years. So far, our relationship has been pretty good. Before dating me, Johan had one long relationship with Claire. They started dating when they were 13. Claire passed away when they were 26. I know about it because Johan told me about it shortly after we started seeing each other. He told me that while he was trying to move on, he couldn't completely erase the memories of Claire from his life but that he would have understood if I didn't want to keep seeing him. It didn't bother me, so we kept seeing each other. Johan is amazing, for lack of better words. He's funny, kind, he makes the effort of remembering everything I like and listens to me even when I blather nonsense, which happens from time to time, especially when I'm irritated. Yesterday we were watching a movie, chilling and laughing together. We were talking about visiting his hometown in August and he was telling me about his cookie shop in front of his mother's house. I told him I would like to visit this place and he told me, I'll be sure to bring you there, Claire. It took him a second to realize it, but then he stopped smiling and apologized. I told him it wasn't a problem, but he said he needed a moment alone and went into another room and locked the door. I heard him sobbing and when he came back it was clear that he had cried. I tried asking him about it, but he immediately recomposed himself and continued talking about his hometown as if nothing happened. I don't know what to say, so I simply kept quiet and after a bit we were talking normally and he was smiling and laughing again. Should I have said something? How should I react if something like that happens again? I don't want to say something wrong and hurt him in some way. So personally in this situation, although to me it seems like they're trying to just look past it and move past it, I feel like it would be a good thing ultimately to address it in some way. I mean, I just hate to see that this guy's bottling whatever's going on up and trying to, you know, shove it down and act like those emotions aren't real and that it's not there. Personally, I think if I were an OP situation, I would just say, if it happens again, that it's okay to feel what they're feeling and it's okay to express how they're feeling. I don't put much stock into the name thing, but there's just grieving going on. And I think you'd hate to see anybody bottle that up. Would you guys agree or do you think there's more to it with the name thing here? I'd like to know what you guys think. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy these tough topics of relationships, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, I, 32-year-old female, want to tell my husband, 35-year-old male, to stop calling our daughter, 5-year-old female, nicknames that reference her skin tone and race. My husband was born in Latin America and speaks native Spanish. I was born in China and moved to the US very early. Based on my interactions with his family, they have a tendency to call each other nicknames that reference their skin tone and body shape. I generally have no problem with that. 
but I have found myself increasingly uncomfortable listening to my husband call our daughter similar names in Spanish. He calls her various things in Spanish, beautiful little Chinese girl and little brown girl, they don't translate super well into English. I can see that he means everything he says with love, but they still make me feel weird. His family also calls her nicknames like that and I dislike it even more when they do it, especially if it's someone she doesn't see often. If it's like my sisters-in-law, I have less of an issue, but I still don't like it. I've told him twice recently that I don't particularly like it when he calls her those nicknames and his response has been, is there a problem with these nicknames? And like, no, there really isn't. He doesn't mean anything harmful with them, so I feel silly for bringing it up. At this point, I don't know if I'm the problem or if there is indeed some problematic element to calling our daughter names that address her race and skin tone. Should I let this go and work it out on my own? Or should I try to get my husband to stop calling her that way? Which would be painful to him because these are loving nicknames. I really just feel so out of my scope on this one, I'm not even really sure. It definitely seems like a very cultural thing. I think you're totally in your right to feel uncomfortable with it and share that it does make you uncomfortable for certain reasons. But at the end of the day, when it's loving and not in any way meant to be any kind of derogatory thing, is it harmful? I don't know. Our next story is, I, 19-year-old female, got called clingy and accused of love bombing by a guy I'm seeing. Don't understand what I'm doing wrong. So I will admit our beginnings were not the best. I met a guy at a bar and we hooked up. After we had hooked up, I cried in his arms because I said I was scared that he would ghost me. Likely drunk words, but also an insecurity I have. He was very kind and comforted me. The first guy to ever do something like that to me. That was only a week or so ago. Every day I'll call him and we'll talk for hours. I asked to stay the night two days of us knowing each other. I felt like we had really good chemistry and everything felt right. I shared details about myself that I've never told anyone else. Yesterday, he told me I was clingy and moving too fast. He said he feels I'm love bombing him. It really hurt my feelings as I thought we were both on the same page and really liked each other. But now I just feel rejected and I've ghosted him completely. What was I doing wrong? I thought I was showing him that I really liked him, but I guess I was wrong. He's a really good guy and he's super gentle and kind with me. I've never been in a relationship either. I would just say, first of all, it's still a very unconventional way to get into a relationship. And at 19, you probably don't have much relationship experience. That's not to put OP down or slight them in any way. It's just when you're 19 years old and you get into a relationship and you say, this one feels so different and I've shared all these things I've never told anyone before. It definitely sounds like maybe a mistake has been made. To me, to be honest, it sounds like this guy's just tolerating, but sounds like they don't really want the same things. This next story is, considering cutting off engagement after soon-to-be long-distance relationship for six months has thrown me for a loop saying we should be open to dating others in long-distance relationship. We are both 26 years old, we've been together for about two years and are engaged. We'll be long-distance for about five or six months as I finish up a final semester of school. We are engaged and plan to get married when we're together again, and I'm also looking at buying a home together in that time. We'll be about four hours apart, so we'll still see each other every other week. We're both excited to be married. However, she's thrown me for a loop by saying that when we're long distance, we're both fair game if we meet a person we feel a spark with. I thought she was kidding, 
but she said she doesn't see an issue with just going on one date with a different person we feel a spark with. And if we still feel interested in them after the one date, she and I will have a call and discuss breaking up. I've also told her how concerning this is to me. To me, this feels crazy, especially considering we are literally engaged and I'm about to invest how much money into a home for us together? The fact that she doesn't see why this bothers me that freaking Troy from HR or something could go on two dates with her and completely uproot everything we've been planning for months is ridiculous to me. We're to the point of sending wedding invitations and I honestly don't feel excited about wedding and home planning, knowing how quick she is to throw in the towel if she meets someone else. I don't want to completely break up. Is it fair to call off the engagement and then we can get re-engaged after she's back from the long distance relationship and if she hasn't dated others? I really don't feel motivated after she said that. Honestly, I think OP is 100% making a mistake if they don't call off that engagement. If you're a person who cares about being exclusive or monogamy, I would argue that most people do, then this would be a huge red flag. And I think the fact that they're even bringing this up and being so upfront about the fact that, hey, if we go on a date with them and it clicks, I'm gone. To me, that tells me they've probably already been scrolling through Tinder or whatever trying to find somebody. At that point, I don't know if I myself would even be able to trust that they haven't been finding other people or looking for other people, or God forbid, trying to do stuff with other people. You were together for a year and a half and then you go half a year long distance and they immediately jump to, well hey, if I find a spark with somebody, that's pretty not cool. Our next story is, my 26 year old male boyfriend cannot get me 19 year old female off and I don't know what to do about it. I met my boyfriend 4 months ago from a dating app. First date, I was super attracted to him. He's very handsome. One of the hottest guys I've met. First date, he was quick to tell me that he needed chemistry in the bedroom in a long-lasting relationship, which isn't abnormal. He really highlighted how important this was for him. Because of my trauma, I wasn't comfortable in engaging in that kind of activity for a while, so we waited until three months passed to do anything. I was worried this would be an issue, but he was very understanding and respectful. Of course, we had the before and then hooking up followed, and every single time he only lasts 30 to 60 seconds max. It is so disappointing and it's frustrating. I get really worked up only to be left unsatisfied. After, he always apologizes and says he needs to work on lasting longer, but it never gets any longer. This is translated to me finding lots of negatives about him and being frustrated with even the littlest things. How he walks turns me off. His hobbies turn me off. Him talking turns me off. I don't look forward to talking to him anymore. And now I don't know what is actually a problem or if I'm blinded by the frustration I have. Do I talk to him about my frustration? If I do, how do I do it delicately, as I don't want to embarrass him? Do I just cut it off and move on? Help? I would hope that most people would agree that so much more of a relationship is important than just in the bedroom. Don't get me wrong, I do think it's very important, but is the other things that's going on in this relationship fundamentally good enough for you to be like, this is a good relationship short of the chemistry issues? I would start thinking that through, and then I would circle back around to whether or not talking to them is worth it. I'll just say though, this is not a chemistry issue. I don't even think it's a 30 to 60 second max issue. My personal opinion, if that guy cared, 
both people would be having fun regardless, 30 to seconds max regardless. There's no effort being put in after they have their 30 second fun? That's the issue. This next story is, I, 31 year old female, found out that my boyfriend, 36 year old male, has been sleeping with other girls when he's traveling. I'm not upset with him about it, but I don't know if it's fine that I'm not and we can move on or if I'm not looking at the situation clearly. Sorry if this is kind of all over the place, I pretty much did a free ride of everything I was thinking and then really tried to edit it to be coherent, not sure if I succeeded. Me and my boyfriend have been dating for two years. He has a job that requires a lot of traveling, like every couple of months he'll be gone for at least a week, if not longer. I've always kind of thought that he was sleeping with other girls during these trips because frankly he's just not slick. And when he'd be telling me about what he was up to in whatever place, it would just seem really obvious that he was, for example, stopping the story about some girl he met while out at a bar right before the part that they went home together. But I'd never bother to ask him for the missing details, I would just think that that was how it sounded, and then the conversation would move on. So although I kind of thought this in the back of my head, I didn't really have any concrete proof. But last night we were on FaceTime while he was on a work trip, and when he said how much he missed me, I made the joke that I was surprised that he hadn't found some other girl to keep him company yet. I didn't say it for any reason other than I didn't recall him mentioning any friends that he's made on this trip, even though it's been a week and he usually has a new little squad by now. I wasn't secretly worrying about there being another girl or anything. In response, he said that he'd found plenty of other girls but that obviously none of them could hold a candle to me. So because he said that, I finally asked him if he was actually serious about there being other girls. He kind of shrugged and said, well, yeah. And then I guess I must have made a face or something because he said, you're not surprised are you? I thought you knew I wasn't exactly celibate when we were apart. So that was the first time that he ever actually straight up said it. But after I got over the surprise of actually hearing it out loud, I didn't really feel anything about it other than thinking, aha, okay, I knew it. So I said that he was right and I did kind of know, but he'd never actually said so before. He said that he was trying to be discreet because he didn't think I'd want to hear any details. I said that maybe I did and to tell me details and asked if he'd slept with anyone this week. He said he had and I told him to tell me about her. He asked if I was sure and I said yes. So then he did tell me about this other girl that he was with a couple of days ago. And in retrospect, the conversation was very strange for the situation. I feel like I probably should have been upset and started yelling at him. And I could tell he was definitely expecting that reaction. Or at least for me to tell him to stop and shut up. Because at first he kept pausing and asking me if I was sure I wanted to hear certain parts of the story. I kept repeating that I did and the whole time he was telling me I was genuinely just interested in listening and I didn't feel mad or jealous at all. It wasn't even like I was too shocked to process it or anything. I just felt more interested in hearing the story than anything else. And by the end of that part of the conversation we were both joking around about it a little bit. Afterwards he asked me if I was sure I really wasn't upset. I asked him why he thought I would even be upset since he was right and it's not like this was actually a surprise to me. He said that it wouldn't exactly be a surprise to him that I freaked someone else but that he still wouldn't want to have the mental picture in his head. I said that it would be a huge surprise because I wouldn't do that. He asked me why not because he's never home. I said I guess I'm just not built like that. He said that was interesting. I asked him how it was interesting. 
He said he didn't know how to explain it and to let him think about it. At that point, I said I had to go because it was getting late, so to tell me the next time we talked. He said okay and that he loved me and that he was sorry if anything that he said made me feel bad at all. I said that none of Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. That did and that I loved him too. So now today I'm sitting here thinking about the whole conversation again. And genuinely, I still don't feel bad about anything. I do somewhat feel like he was keeping secrets from me just because he never explicitly said, hey, so I slept with another girl yesterday, but I don't really feel like he was doing it in a malevolent way, because I think he's telling the truth that he thought I'd find details upsetting, but I know I should still feel betrayed, because my boyfriend's been sleeping with other girls, and for whatever reason I'm just not. I don't know if that's a sign of something that I should be worried about, so I just wanted some outside opinions of what I should think about this situation. And I don't really want to talk to my friends about this because I think they're all just going to immediately tell me to dump him for being a cheater, which I'm not necessarily saying that I'm refusing to dump him, but I just don't think any of my friends would even listen to me try to explain why that isn't my immediate reaction. Thanks for anyone who stuck it out reading this and for any advice. I appreciate it. I would really start with trying to do some soul searching and understanding fundamentally, is this something in your relationship that you are okay with? Like having this kind of an open relationship. Personally, I think if you find you yourself are okay with this kind of setup, it's uncommon, but it could work. I just think if you're going forward in a situation like this, the biggest issue is definitely going to be communication and trust. If they're going to keep doing this going forward, do you trust that they're going to be open, communicative, and allow you space to have that trust? I think the way they've handled this so far definitely seems kind of worrisome in that regard. He also doesn't seem too willing to reciprocate that kind of behavior if you were doing that, considering they said that they wouldn't be surprised if you were doing it, but they wouldn't want to picture it. Ultimately, let's put it how it is. Even if this transformed into an open relationship, They cheated first and asked questions later. Our next story is happy anxiety. Life is insane. That much is obvious when things finally slow down. I can't help but fret. I, male 23, got married to my wife, female 23, about a month and a half ago. We are high school sweethearts and have known her since we were 13, started dating at 17. We took a wonderful honeymoon to Greece and Italy. It was my wife's dream trip since she was a kid. Somehow everything went right. Never in my life has anything gone without a hiccup, but with this wonderful woman and her amazing planning skills, somehow pulled it off. Of course, there was one hiccup when we both got sick for a couple of days, but some cold meds and masks got us through the rigorous travel schedule. But back to reality, we go back home and back to everyday life. 
I'm finishing up school and working as an auditor while my wife has been a full-blown nurse for about five months now. We have a great low-cost housing situation. She makes good money and I make decent money and we both have our own savings. We plan to move back to our hometown next spring for work. Though that'll be expensive, we'll be able to make it work. So what gives? A very short backstory. My wife is probably one of the most unlucky people I've met, which is what made the honeymoon with no hiccups so bizarre. Her family situation was not good growing up, having to live at different friends' houses and even my family's house for a couple years. She's dealt with abuse from them that I've seen firsthand and didn't get to enjoy many luxuries that many of her friends received. That's what makes what she has done so dang impressive. I am in awe of her. I wasn't super well off growing up, but I didn't have to worry about a meal, and I would occasionally be able to pick out something from the store and receive nice things now and then. When I started dating my now wife, her crappy fortune seemingly spread to me as well. My wife was not in a good place, but I think, and hope, I was able to guide her through a lot. However, I did end up having a string of medical issues and yet we were still able to help each other through it all. We've dealt with injury, loss, abandonment, crazy crap like having her car broken into twice in a week, lived in crappy places and still came out on top. But now I sit here and for the first time together it feels like things have gone quiet. There hasn't been crazy happenstances, the wedding planning is all done, we have solid jobs and I'm about to graduate. Of course, there are some things that could be better. We both work shifting schedules that require overnights or day shift, so some weeks I only get a day or two of substantial time with her. Also, I do wish I had graduated this past semester for reek random Spanish credit I forgot about. So why, why am I so gosh darn tense? I fret about things I used to be able to manage mentally. I worry about my wife and her safety at work. She often has to care for DOC patients and people detoxing. She's often catcalled, verbally abused, swung at, or the recipient of inappropriate comments, as well as just when she's out and about. I kept fretting over money despite being on a decent track. I fret the most when I'm thinking, wow, everything is so good. What the freak is going to happen? It drives me insane, as you can imagine by me typing all this crap out at 3am. My wife and I don't sit well. I don't mean this like we don't enjoy just relaxing together, but our whole life together has been chock full of bad instances, traveling and constantly being nomadic with living situations. I don't know how to live with the quiet. I was diagnosed with anxiety, depression, and bipolar mania at 19. And this combination, while things are slow, is putting me in a terrible mental state. I wish I could see my wife more to talk it through, but when I do get to spend quality time with her, I really just want to enjoy being with her with no BS. But I think she's kind of feeling the same as well. For her whole life, she's moved around a lot. We both like to travel, so we are already planning our next trip to save us from the monotony. However, I was wondering if any of you have dealt with this. I feel like it's affecting our relationship because it's so hard for us to just focus on the moment. Maybe this is super common. I don't want to be blindsided by a major problem, but I also don't want to sacrifice this amazing newlywed period because I can't turn my brain off. Any advice? Honestly, it might be a situation where your brain chemistry just does not really work that way. It's really nice to be able to just live in the moment with whatever planning you do have going on and being able to just enjoy things that are going on without constantly worrying about what's going to happen, is this going to happen, without having anything to base that on. 
Honestly, I think the answer, like a lot of times, would ideally be trying to find some kind of therapy that can help with that. Our next story is, my boyfriend uses I instead of we when describing things we've done together. It bothers me and I now correct him. Am I policing him? I don't want to be naggy. My 25-year-old male, boyfriend 25-year-old male, and I have been together for two years. He has a tendency to use I when describing things we've done or are doing together. For example, if we saw a movie together, you'll say, I saw this movie yesterday, even though I'm present when he talks about it. This causes his friends or family to start having a conversation with him about the movie, and I awkwardly have to force my way into the conversation. Would be totally different if he's hanging out alone and said, I saw this movie, if I'm not present, I don't mind that. It's just when I'm literally physically present for the conversation. The reason this bothers me is because he complains that I don't participate much in conversations. And talking about something I've seen or done and have an opinion on is low-hanging fruit. It also makes me feel erased, to be honest. Or if a friend asks to hang out, he'll say, I can't because I'm going to the beach tomorrow, even though we're going together and I'm again present when this conversation is happening. I've been correcting him now. So if he says, I saw this movie, I'll interrupt and say, we saw this movie. I've had multiple convos with him about how it bothers me. However, I don't want to be naggy or petty. Am I policing him? Let me tell you, as somebody that is not a natural-born communicator, somebody that's not natural in being able to initiate good conversation all the time, this guy is not making it easy for you. And when they're complaining about how you don't participate much in conversations, they certainly are not giving you an easy in by excluding you from whatever topic they're talking about. I definitely think it's very normal for somebody to say, my boyfriend and I saw so-and-so, or my boyfriend and I blah blah blah, or we. I mean, how do you constantly ice them out and then complain that they're not in the conversation? I don't think it's naggy, I think it's a genuine frustration, and if they try to say that it is naggy, then they're failing to see the issue. This next story is, I'm 27-year-old non-binary, saddened that on our four-year anniversary, my boyfriend, 33-year-old male, chose to take the day off just to sleep in. As the title suggests, yesterday my boyfriend informed me that he'd be taking the day off from work today. I had hoped that he would plan something special for our anniversary today, as he had been discussing it just a few weeks ago, but he slept in the whole day today. Between the stress at work and the exhausting personal drama I've been dealing with at home, I was really looking forward to him taking the initiative to plan something for us today or over the weekend. Unfortunately, I haven't heard anything from him so far. I briefly considered surprising him with a local trip, but since he hasn't been texting me much today, I didn't bring it up. I'm feeling a bit down about it, but at the same time, I'm too tired to even bring it up or discuss it further. What do you think I should do at this point? I guess my only question is why is the onus of planning this party or any kind of celebration exclusively on him? I'm not saying it should be exclusively on OP either, but it doesn't sound like they're putting in any effort either. To me, from what OP said, it sounds like honestly both sides are kind of tired. I think the biggest thing, and OP said it themselves, they haven't talked about any of it. Without being aggressive or accusatory or putting emotions into it where you're trying to put them down from the get-go, should talk about it, explain how you do feel, and going forward what would be nice to have in this relationship from either of you. Maybe you can work on planning something together without it being some big moody argument. 
Our next story is feeling a bit trapped and worried about the pace of my relationship, female 17 and male 17. My boyfriend and I rushed into a relationship about two weeks ago. We had only talked on Snap and seen each other occasionally for about four months prior. I do like him and think he's a genuine person, but I'm worried I don't know him well enough. He asked me to be his girlfriend in person and I got really flustered and ended up saying yes because my mind went completely blank. And though in hindsight I should have said I'm not ready yet, I didn't want to hurt his feelings. He's very respectful and has been nothing but good to me, but I think he's moving too fast for my liking. He's already calling me his best friend, brings up how I'm going to be his only girlfriend, and how he plans to be with me forever when I barely know him. I've also already met his entire family and they've even invited me over for dinner. I got out of it because I was too scared. I don't know why, but it makes me weary and I feel bad because I obviously agreed to being in the relationship. I'm a very introverted person, whereas he's dependent on me and I have to reassure him constantly as he tends to overthink a lot. I'm also a competitive swimmer and I haven't been able to sleep because he's always texting me and asking where I am and what I'm doing. The reason why I'm so hesitant to say anything to him is that I know he really likes me. And when I told him the story of how my best friend broke up with her first boyfriend after 12 hours because she wasn't comfortable with it, he replied with, If you did that to me, it would absolutely break me. I do like him as well. I think I just need more time. This is my first relationship and I'm horrible at setting boundaries. So any advice would be extremely helpful. Thank you. This to me just screams young, early relationship. I think to be honest, I don't know if there's any saving this relationship with how head over heels this guy is. It's just way too much, all too much, way too soon. My advice to OP is, in this situation they're clearly not comfortable. The faster you rip that bandaid off, the less painful it's going to be. You let that thing stick on too long, it's gonna start just like fusing with your skin. A reply to this post says, It's completely normal to feel overwhelmed and unsure in your first relationship, especially when it's moving at a fast pace. Setting boundaries and taking things at a comfortable pace is crucial for a healthy and fulfilling relationship. Here are some tips to help you navigate this situation. Communicate openly. Honesty is essential in any relationship. Have a candid conversation with your boyfriend about how you're feeling. Explain that you like him but would like to take things slower to get to know each other better. It's important for both of you to understand each other's feelings and expectations. Express your needs. Let him know that you have space and time for your activities, such as swimming and personal time to recharge as an introvert. Setting boundaries is essential for maintaining a healthy balance between your relationship and personal life. Be compassionate. While it's important to communicate your needs, try to be understanding of his feelings as well. Let him know that you care about him but need time to build a strong foundation for the relationship. Take it step by step. You don't have to have all the answers or make lifelong commitments at such a young age. It's okay to take your time and let the relationship develop naturally. Trust your instincts. If you feel uncomfortable or pressured, listen to your gut feelings. Don't be afraid to prioritize your well-being and happiness. Seek support from friends or family. Talking to someone you trust about your feelings can provide valuable insights and support during this time. Remember, healthy relationships are built on mutual respect, understanding, and a willingness to grow together. If you find that the relationship is not meeting your needs or causing undue stress, it's okay to reevaluate and make decisions that are right for you. Take your time and trust in your own judgment as you navigate this new experience. 
Despite the fact that this person's reply clearly reads to me like some AI-generated output, I think while it is possible to take a step back and go back to communicate openly, take it slow, how far this guy has already gotten with the whole, you're gonna be my forever girl. With how head over heels this guy is, I don't know if it can go back to that point without just prolonging the inevitable and making it way more painful for both sides. Would you guys agree? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to find another extremely tricky relationship question, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.